Football represents something we are. Something we are. Football is like life. You gotta push. Fantasy football is about proving that you are better than your friends. Hold up. Welcome to the BS Fantasy Podcast. Let the games begin. Welcome into the bomb shelter. That's Banky. I'm Surstins. Together we are BS Fantasy. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BS Fantasy FB. Check out our Facebook page, BS Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, our website's bsfantasy.com. And uh, yeah, shoot us your emails, bsfantasyfb at gmail.com. It's Football Friday. How are we doing, buddy? My tummy is full of Halloween candy. I've been eating so much candy, it's ridiculous. What's your candy of choice on uh, Halloween? I or like a top couple? I like, uh, so I like Butterfinger. That's like my favorite candy bar. That seems kind of hard to get. In like if you if little kids go trick or treating, I don't do people hand out butterfingers that much. Yeah, they have the mini ones. Yeah, is that in like the a Costco? I feel like everyone just goes to Costco and buys gets a huge the big bag. bags. Yeah, yeah. I so feel you're like, kind of limited to what's in that. Yeah, I feel like butterfinger. You have to go actually specifically for butterfinger for sure. Okay, which makes me sad because it's my favorite, but also really like. Have you ever had those Hershey's chocolate nuggets that have like they're just like little rectangle you know pieces with like almonds or there's like dark chocolate with almonds like a hershey's bar no they're like a little nugget they're just called hershey's nuggets oh i've I've heard of the kisses obviously they're so good yeah i haven't had one of those yet so when kaylee was pregnant my mom she bought us a bag of those it contains probably like 70 80 of these little nuggets i had seven of them and kaylee polished them off in less than two weeks total. I was going to guess that you had no. about 70 of them yourself. No. And that she was pissed because you ate them all. I was mad. Oh. I was on the opposite end of that no. guess. No. <laughs> I Like, I I went, I asked her about it. I was like, hey, do, do we have any more of those nuggets? Kind of feel like some. And she gives me this look of, like, guilt slash anger. She was, she felt guilty and embarrassed i think she's pregnant man cut her some yeah, slack but man save out of like 70 i got seven no she deserves all seven no she doesn't yeah. so yeah. i i bought myself a bag of those a couple of weeks ago and you know what they're just in my car <laughs> i didn't i didn't even bother bringing them into the house how, how thoughtful of you yeah she's not pregnant anymore that's true yeah so my my top candies i like kit kat and reese's so. Kit Kat's great. Yeah. I don't like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I love Reese's Pieces. Ooh, that's a hot take. Yeah. Everyone loves them. And it's I go-to, man. That, just, that combo weird. of chocolate and peanut yeah, butter. Because I like Butterfinger. It's, it's weird. Right? Well, Butterfinger's not peanut butter. Is it not? I didn't think so. We're gonna what, have to, in the middle? Is that peanut butter? You're going to have to Google that. I think that. it's... I'm looking it up right now. I think it is... It's got to be peanut butter. Or at least a little bit peanut butter. All right. We are here. BS Fantasy... Week nine preview. Yeah, this is more like a Halloween candy. (laughs) We can do whatever we want. This is our podcast, and we love our listeners. So, as you Google that. Oh, wait. No. Why do they call it Butterfinger? Because there's a lot of butter in it. What are the ingredients of a Butterfinger? Corn syrup, sugar, ground roasted peanuts, Hydrogenated palm kernel oil, cocoa, molasses, and less than 1% of dairy products, solids, confectioners, cornflakes, 
I don't know. That sounds like it's got at least a little bit so of peanuts. peanuts. Yeah. They're like chopped up and then blended into... And that's what the middle is, so it's not peanut butter. It's not butter, peanut butter, but, but it's, it's, it's peanut based. It's peanut based, yeah. Okay, I can get with that. So, it's so good. Oh, do you remember Butterfinger BBs? I was just going to bring oh, that up. My I was going to say, do <laughs> we're really throwing it back now. Yeah. Butterfinger BBs with uh, Bart Simpson on the wrapper. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, it was a big 90s thing. Oh, I loved it. Huge thing. So good. All right, should we jump into these games real quick? I mean, I could talk Halloween candy all day. I really could. I Don't guess, get me wrong. I guess I'm we'll, a, we'll do our week nine preview. I got I got sugar problems, let's be honest. But How crazy is it that we're in week nine already? Uh, it's very strange. Yeah. Considering it, what fantasy playoffs are fifth, week 15 and 16. Yeah, some leagues getting start close. 14. Yeah, that's, that is true. That makes me sad. And hopefully no one's playing in week 17. Yeah, that's, that's dumb. Garbage. If you're playing in 17, get a new league or punch your commissioner. They they rest their players. It's bad. You don't want anything to do with fantasy in week 17. Depending on how the Rams do rest of season, there's a chance they sit those guys in 16 unless they're going for an undefeated. They rested them last year, and then they lost in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, so I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's ever a good idea to rest. I think you got to keep momentum going. Got to stay polished. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, uh, before we get into it, I had this. I came across this interesting stat on Twitter. Hit me. It was comparing Jameis Winston and Fitzmagic's season so far. Give me all the Fitzmagic. Yeah. So Fitzmagic. Well, let's just let's start with Jameis. So his his stats are ninety six for one hundred forty eight attempts. Uh, that's sixty, just under sixty five percent. Uh, eleven hundred eighty one yards. Um, let's see. Sorry, I had this pulled up, and then I switched to the... So, yeah, uh, throwing for 65%, 1,181 yards. That's an 8 average, a, an 8-yard average. Um, 280 per game. Uh, touchdown, 6. Touchdown percentage, 4.1. Interceptions, 10. Interception percent, 6.8. He's given up 13 sacks. 6.8, that is so high. Yeah, and his rating so far is 74.7. Meanwhile, Fitzpatrick... Give me all of it. Uh, I won't get into all the same details. That was awful. 68%. <laughs> he, he's thrown 68%, so higher percentage. 1,550 yards, more yards. 10.8 average. 302 per game. He has a, a longer long throw. Uh, 13 touchdowns. It's over double. 9% touch, you know, touchdown percentage. That's high. Five picks, three and a half percent uh, interception percentage, only eight sacks, and a rating of one nineteen point three. Yeah, give me that Fitz Magic, baby. Why even play? This is what, we talked about this a couple weeks, a couple episodes, a couple weeks, something. Yeah, it was, was like, like back back when uh, Fitz Magic was the starter still before Jameis. He was James- still suspended, and you said like, you know, can Fitz Magic be a top? 12 quarterback on the year and i was like yeah i think he can there's a good as long as they keep benching Jameis. there's a good and if you look if you look at tampa bay's rest of season schedule he has a really friendly rest of season in terms of strength of opponents cool i just picked him up on the waiver wire he should be probably a top six seven quarterback rest of season so if you got fitz magic awesome and Jameis is a bum. <laughs> I was I was waiting for some sort of a comment there. I wasn't gonna say anything. Yeah. I was just gonna I, leave it to you. I don't think. I, I mean, we talked about this a couple of episodes ago. Is I don't think Jameis or Marks Mariota are 
anywhere close to what people thought they were going to be. I agree completely. I can't argue with that at all. Anyway, uh, let's get into the matchups, shall we? Sweet. Throw me a game. Uh, let's start off uh, Steelers at Ravens. All right, Steelers-Ravens. Let me pull up the over-under again. When I say over-under, I'm looking at 50 points or over. It's usually good. Those are That's when you want to uh, target fantasy players in those games. So right now the over-under is 47 with the Ravens favored by three. So is there anyone that you like? Oh, I should also note that Alex Collins is listed as questionable. However, there was a report, according to an ESPN uh, Ravens reporter, that said, as of today, Friday, he said, quote, looks like he's ready to play, end quote. But he's also still listed as questionable. Yeah. So. That's that's tough. I might also add that the Ravens, they're going to have a backup right tackle and left tackle, Ronnie Stanley and James Hurst. So that's not good news for Collins owners. Definitely Collins not. is questionable, plus two backups on the offensive line. Yeah. It's going to be tough sledding. Um, the player I really like, I mean, obviously you're you're probably starting on your, your Steelers. I'm I'm benching Big Ben. Are I you mean, benching Big Ben? Yeah. I actually have him on my team, and I'm starting Fitzmagic over him. Oh, definitely. This is Big Ben on the road. I I don't like the position that he's in. Uh, Yeah, I would. I don't like his spot this week. I think you need to find a better option stream somebody if you need to the Ravens are a great great defense and the way that they their offense plays they they play keep away from the other teams it's you got to still start Brown obviously probably even Juju Smith Schuster Uh, you're obviously still starting Connor I mean he's a bell cow he's getting he's in a tough matchup though it is tough I wouldn't expect anything like what he did last week where he had two touchdowns no and also the Ravens' defense, uh, their eighth best in schedule-adjusted fantasy points, according to 4 for 4, against the quarterback position. So combine that with Big Ben on the road, and it's, yeah, it's not good. No, not at all. Uh, on the other side, love John Brown this week. Uh, he went ham uh, against the Steelers in week four. Uh, I don't see any reason they can even hope to con- try and control him this week either. I think he's, he's going to have a big week. Always a threat with that deep ball. Yep. Michael Crabtree is what he is. He's not going to put up great numbers. He's also probably not going to bomb out. He's just going to get you like six to ten points on a consistent basis. Yeah. Probably get you that here as well. I would probably say on the lower side. I'm I'm a, I'm a bigger believer on, on John Brown this week than Crabtree. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I would take I would if I had to start one of those two, I would definitely take Brown because yeah. of his upside. Mm-hmm. Who do you like in this game, the Ravens or the Steelers? I oof, this was one of the ones I had a harder I went back and forth on, but I got to go I I just I think the Steelers get it close in a close game. Put me down for the Ravens. Okay. I don't like Big Ben on the road. Yeah, that's why I was and this I, James Conner can't bail him out here because the Ravens run defense is so good. Right. I don't know if they hit that over under. There's a chance. The 47? It, it's like a 20 to 17 game. There's a real possibility that I would even, if I was a betting man, I'd, I'd go the under. You heard it here first. Yep. Uh, Moving on. Throw me another one. Chiefs at Browns. Mm, you, think the, you think the Browns here, huh? 
Oh, yes, I love the Browns here. <laughs> Heavy sarcasm. Oh, man. Uh, right now, the Chiefs are favored by eight on the road. The over-under is above 50. It's at 52 because mm-hmm. the Chiefs are implied for 30 points. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, basically with the Chiefs, start everyone. Kareem Hunt is actually in a really good spot because the Browns, uh, they're a funnel defense. They're really good against the pass, but they're awful against the run. So this puts Kareem Hunt in a good spot. Plus, uh, I mean, we believe that the Chiefs are going to be up, which probably means they're not going to be passing a ton in the fourth quarter. So they're probably going to be handing Hunt the ball a fair amount if everything goes according to plan. I got a question. Yes. From a listener. Uh, Has both Mahomes and Cam Newton on his roster was wondering because of the nature, the Browns have been fairly decent against quarterbacks this season. Yeah, right now they're number one against the quarterback position. So they're Um, the best. So... You know, his question was, am I stupid to bench Patrick Mahomes in favor of Cam Newton this week? No, that's not stupid. Because like I said, the Browns are number one against quarterbacks. They're the best. The Buccaneers are 32nd. They are yep, dead last, last against the quarterback position. So, no, I, I don't have a problem with starting Cam Newton over Patrick Mahomes. What I told him is, I asked him how good is the rest of his team. Um if he needs a home run play, start Mahomes. Even though that sounds crazy because going against Tampa Bay, Cam Newton could have a home run game. Right, but, but Patrick Mahomes can always go for a, yeah, five, like touchdowns. five touchdowns. Yeah, yeah he can that's just what put I said. Up ridiculous if, numbers. If your team is good enough uh, to carry you through, play it safe with Cam Newton. I, I think there's a, a, more, a, a wider range of outcomes for Mahomes than Newton. So if, if your team's set, go with Newton. If you need the home run, go with Mahomes. Does that sound like yeah. good advice? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. And also just a injury note here. Mike Evans was removed from the injury. Oh, sorry. We're not on the Buccaneers. Why was I thinking Buccaneers? Uh, oh, well. Uh, I don't know. Moving on. Because I brought up Cam oh, Newton thank going you. against Tampa Bay. Thank you. Yes. Wasn't we will complete, get to that in a second. Wasn't completely out of left field. My bad. I forgot that we were on the Chiefs and Browns. Uh, the Browns have allowed 30 points per game over their past five and the Chiefs lead the NFL in scoring at more than 36 per game. They're they're going to score 40 again. They're a machine and Cleveland's garbage. Yeah, just so to back up my uh myself a little bit here, the Browns are sixth worst in the league against the run. So, that's what I was saying when I said the they're a funnel defense, they're mm-hmm. good against the pass but horrible against the run. I'll back that up with saying they're sixth worst in schedule adjusted fantasy points to the running back position. It's gonna so, be it's gonna be interesting to see if there's if, some numbers. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting if Cleveland is able to. I mean, because like you said, they're number one against the QB. Um, they're allowing a league low thirty one point three total QBR at home this season. Uh, Mahomes is leading the NFL in total QBR at eighty three point eight. It's gonna be a fun little matchup there. I think Mahomes wins out, but... Yeah, my money's always on Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. So I assume you're taking the Chiefs. Both going Chiefs, I, I, I guess. Yes, I can't. Look, I know Hugh Jackson is gone, and that makes me extremely happy. <laughs> Todd Haley is also gone, so maybe Duke Johnson gets a little more involved. But I still got to go Chiefs here. Yeah. 
I the yeah, Brown's gonna brown. <laughs> uh moving on. Lions at Vikings. Lions Vikings over under currently just below that fifty mark. It is at forty nine with the Vikings favored by five at home. Uh looking at some I don't think I have anything for news and notes on oh, I actually have a couple. How could I forget? Dalvin Cook has been out the last couple of weeks. The Vikings have a bye coming up next week. So the smart move would be to rest him going into the bye week. That way he gets a rest next week. So he's got two weeks of rest going off of however many weeks he was out before this. Definitely sounding like the Vikings aren't going to take the smart approach here, though. No, but right now there are reports that Dalvin Cook is going to do like 15 to 20 plays if active. I stupid. saw another source like 8 to 12 plays. So stupid. What are you doing? Just put him on the bench. If if your guy's not healthy, if if he's uh, unhealthy enough to only be on a snap count, then bench him this week. Bench him through the bye. Make sure he's fully healthy. And then play him. Put in Latavius Murray. The Lions, he's a great backup. Yeah, the Lions are awful against the running back position. Latavius Murray has had a couple humongous games this yeah. season already. Detroit is second to last <sighs> against the running back position. Just sit Cook, play Murray. You're favored by five. You should be fine. What, I don't. What they're gonna do? I don't it, get it. They'll they'll play Cook on the snap count. He'll tweak his hamstring again, and then we're gonna do this the rest of the season. Probably is he in? Is he out? Oh, he's gonna play fifteen percent of snap. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So moving on from that fiasco, right now Stefan Diggs is questionable. He had a rib injury last game. So if he does end up being ruled out, I mean, Adam Thielen's already going to feast. We know that. He's gone over 100 yards every single game this year. But that just increases his workload even more. Yep. Coming out of the slot against the Lions, who have given up a ton of points to the slot position, I mean— Give me Adam Thielen anyways, but if Diggs is out, boo. Yeah, Lions are allowing the seventh fewest fantasy points to wide receivers this season. But like you said, that they slot. give up a ton to the slot. Yep. This is an Adam Thielen game. It's an Adam Thielen year, let's be honest. Plus, Darius Slay, cornerback for the Lions, is questionable for yep. a Sunday. So something something else to keep an eye on, too, if you have Diggs or Thielen. You know, in, in Diggs, actually, the in both meetings last season Darius Slay shadowed him you know for both games Diggs had a great line total uh 10 catches 164 164 yards I mean that's decent uh he didn't score a touchdown so there is that but I think if he does go there's no reason to to bench Diggs I, I don't I wouldn't think so right taking a switch to the other side of the ball the alliance traded away Golden Tate, so that opens up a lot of opportunity for Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones. Yeah, I, I think obviously I think they're both going to benefit, but Marvin Jones is kind of like a go-to red zone target. He's the for go-to Matthew anyway, Stafford. even with Golden Tate. Right, so that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. he's the go-to. So now I feel like that enhances his value even more in the red zone. As a Marvin Jones owner in our league, I was so excited when I heard about the Golden Tate trade. Yeah, and. It's looking like Theo Riddick might be back for the game, so that hurts Carry on Johnson a lot. Yep. So now I it mean, shouldn't. He's looked great even in the passing game, but right. But what now, do I know? Now they're going to use Theo Riddick in the passing game again. Use him on third down, so that's going to uh, just bump 
carry on down a little bit. You'll go down. Yep. You're back to that three-headed monster that we got away from a little bit when carry on uh, broke out when the Lions were using him like they should. But now it's looking like Riddick is going to be back. Shoot. Back. I don't know what I was going to say there. Back back to basics. Back to what we saw before when he said free carry on. Back to crappy. Yeah, that, that's a good way to put it. Um, Who you got in this game? Uh, Give me the Vikings at home. I'm going Vikings too. Uh, They're just too good at home. Yeah, I don't trust... I don't trust the Lions yeah, on the road. The Lions have been so hard to gauge this season. Um, moving on to Buccaneers at Panthers. All right. Here's the injury. Here's the injury <laughs> news that I said last time for the Chiefs. <laughs> Mike Evans has been taken off the injury report. So that's good news for Fitzmagic and Mike Evans owners because Mike Evans' stats uh, do increase a couple of points per game with Fitzmagic in as compared to Jameis. Do you want my sit of the week here? Yeah. Sit Jameis Winston. You're <laughs> he, welcome. He will be sitting himself I'm on gonna the go, bench. I'm going to be extreme here. I think he gets zero points this week. So if he got Jameis Winston, hit that bench. <laughs> uh, do I'll, not leave him <laughs> in your starting spot. Do not do it. All, all serious, no. Serious, though. Um I think Fitzpatrick has a, a decent game here. He's in a good spot. Yeah. Like what like I said, he's he's my stream of the week. But I mean for the Panthers, give me all the Panthers this week. Cam Newton's gonna have a huge game. I forgot to do the over under. The over under is a massive fifty five. So I love Cam, CMC, yep. Christian McCaffrey's in a good spot. Uh Tory Smith is out another week, which boosts DJ Moore's value. Mm-hmm. Devin Funches. Funches. I mean, Greg Olson, Greg Olson is great. He's uh, slated to be a top five tight end this week. Basically, give me everyone on the Panthers team. Yeah, that sounds right. And yeah. on the on the Buccaneers, uh, Ronald Jones has been ruled out. Not that he did a whole lot anyways, the running back. But, I mean, Peyton Barber is pretty much going to get all the work there. So if you're in a pinch. Peyton, Peyton Barber will be a decent play this week. Yeah. Uh, who you got? I got the Panthers. Yeah, I think Panthers win easy. I I mean, the Buccaneers' defense is just so bad. Not only, they're not even like a funnel defense. They're horrible against the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. I mean, top to bottom, they are just giving up massive points, like real points during games and fantasy points. Yeah, I think this is going to be a blow-up game for McCaffrey. He's averaging 19.4 touches per game this season. Tampa Bay is allowing 9.8 yards per completion to running backs, fifth most in the league. He's gonna have a monster game. It's def- that upside is definitely there. Any, I mean, you're looking at a lot of times you're looking at guys. It's like, yeah, he could go off, but this is a smash spot for mm-hmm. all your Carolina Panthers. Yep. But on the flip side, because they're gonna be, I assume the Bucks are gonna be down a lot. Give me Fitzpatrick. Give me yep. Mike Evans. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little, you know, sprinkle a little of uh, Deshaun Jackson and Godwin in there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we both got Carolina there. Um, next game on the slate, fake, fa- Falcons. Falcons. <laughs> the fail. You can tell. That could be. Uh, See, Friday, ha- I the have. The Falcons. I have so much, <laughs> so many problems with pronunciation on Fridays. Because it I've is, worked a all, full it's, week. It's only on Fridays, I'm, too. like, exhausted. <laughs> 
That's funny. Well, it would be a lot worse if I were anchoring the pod. Yeah. So props. Uh, Proud Fal- for taking that bullet for me. <laughs> so Falcons at Redskins. Falcons, Redskins, uh, just right off the bat, put me down for the Redskins. Adrian Peterson, going to have a huge game. Yeah. Uh, Right now, Chris Thompson, running back for Washington, is out. Capri Bibbs is questionable with a shoulder injury. Chris Thompson, that's another guy they threw in too early, wasn't healthy, and look what it's got. Just took a shot in the back, messed up his ribs. Yep. Uh, But, yeah, Adrian Peterson, basically, I mean, you're uh, every week, uh, if every week you look, I see who are the Falcons playing against? What running back is matching up against them? Because mm-hmm. they're definitely someone that's going to go off. This week it's Adrian Peterson, who already is uh, top 12. He's RB1 so far this season in most formats. He's probably going to be a top five back this week. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's definitely slated to. So, yeah, I love Adrian Peterson this week. Uh I don't. I mean, the Washington receiving core is just a total crapshoot. Uh, Paul Richardson is questionable. Uh, Jordan Reed is always a fine play. You just never know about like his usage. He actually has been healthy this year for a change, so that's nice. Uh, Alex Smith. I mean, you're gonna get what Alex Smith does. Yeah, he'll get an lots Alex of Smith game. yeah, lots of dump offs. Plus, if Washington is winning, I mean, they're just gonna run it a ton. Yeah, they'll feed with Adrian Peterson. They're gonna force feed AP this week. Yeah, so on the flip side, the Falcons. I, uh, I, I don't like any of the options at running back for the Falcons. Washington is really good on the defensive front this year. Look what they've done to the the past four guys. I mean, we're talking CMC. They're holding every, Zeke, they're holding everybody in check. So uh, going off of that, I think Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones both have pretty good games. I think Matt Ryan's going to have to throw it and throw it and throw it. Um, it's funny because ba- I swear every week I, well, the last couple I haven't said it, but before that I was like, okay, this is Julio week. He's gonna he's gonna get in the end zone. This is it. But now nobody's saying it. They got a tough matchup against the Redskins, so this is where Julio comes in and finally does it when nobody's talking about it. <laughs> this is when he does it. Look out, he's gonna get that touchdown. Mark it down for me. And I am super looking forward to next week when I have to eat crow on this and say, oh, wait, maybe he dominated in between the 20s, went for like 150 yards and 15 catches. But no, he did not find the end zone. I would say the percentage, uh, the likelihood of the Rams going undefeated this season is probably about the same possibility of Julio Jones not scoring any (laughs) touchdowns, right? Oh, man, that's crazy. But. I, I really can't argue with that at the rate that it's going. I mean, yeah, the Rams do have some tough matchups. Mm-hmm. That week 11 one. Even, <laughs> I mean, this week. Um, who you got, though, in, uh, in this game, Atlanta versus Redskins? I like the Redskins at home. Um, I know that's hard for you. Are you going to go there? I'm going to I'm going Atlanta oh, in the upset. Yeah, I had a, I had a feeling you were going to go there. Yep. I just can't, can't quite go with Washington. I can't. I know. That's why I'm well, I'm taking them cuz I like them, but I like them to win a close game. I feel like it's going to be a low scoring it, game. Uh, I think so too. I mean the, the over under like I said is 48, but I could easily see it going under that. I think there's a real possible I mean we talked about this with Steelers Ravens. I can see Washington winning like 20 to 14, 17 something yeah, like that. Yeah, okay, we're in the same area. Yeah. yeah. Um okay, you got Redskins, I got Atlanta. Uh Bears at Bills. 
Next. Can we go to another game? <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. We have to cover the Bills. Uh, I guess. So the over-under in this game is a whopping 37 and a half. Oh, that's one of the, that I'm just going through these. I That is one of the lowest that I can remember for the 2018 season. I would be surprised if the Bills break six points. Look, give me the sad thing is the one of the best plays that I like here is the Bears defense. Yeah. I I mean, and the the Bills defense is actually pretty good too, but I mean, uh their I offense don't is so see, bad though. I just don't see points here. I don't see the Bills they're implied for 13 points. I don't see them getting there. I don't and, think, no, like I said, I, I don't think they break six points. I think they maybe get two full field goals and that's it. Yeah, this is a hard matchup for the Bears too because, like I said, the Bills' defense is good. So I, I think it's a tough spot for Trubisky right now. Allen Robinson is questionable with a groin injury. Uh, Tariq Cohen has been doing great. Maybe Nagy keeps him involved, but, I mean, this isn't a great matchup for anybody. anybody. That's why I said... Give me the next one because I don't think there's much here. Yeah. I I mean, I would sit. I have Trey Burton in my keeper league, and I would sit him if my other option, Jack Doyle, wasn't on by. So if you got someone, if, if you've got better options. I, there's also, a, I forgot to mention, there's a lot of buys. There is. Uh, it's th- a huge buy week. This week. So, yeah, you might be in a pinch, and you might have to start someone in this game. So uh, good luck. Good luck. That's all I can say. Yep. Um. Let's see. Who you got then? Uh, give me the Bears. I can't pick the Bills. Yeah, I went Bears too. Not, I mean, Nathan Peterman is scheduled to start. There's no way I'm taking the Bills with Nathan Peterman. However, today it did come out that Derek Anderson is now questionable to play. So there's a chance he gets healthy enough I to... have no idea how which, he's even questionable at this point. Which doesn't make me feel better. He about... should be out. Yeah. There's no way he plays. But even if he does, it's going to be bad. Um. Okay, let's go to the. We spent way too much time on that game. Yeah, uh, give me like thirty seconds on those matchups in the future. I'm just gonna say the over under <laughs> next, and then I'm done. Jets at Dolphins. Oh, this is all almost a next game for me. Yeah, over under forty three and a half. I don't so think well under that either. fifty mark. Mm-hmm. Dolphins favored by two and a half. Uh, I mean, there's not really much to say on the Jets side right now. Quincy Inunua and Robbie Anderson, both wide receivers, are questionable to play. Sam Darnold has not looked great, not even good, the last couple of weeks. Plus, with those injuries, uh, now you've for the running back position, you've got Isaiah Crowell. Um, McGuire is off the IR. And then you have Trenton Cannon, who got like more snaps than Isaiah Crowell did last week. So I don't like any of those guys. I mean, that's just too much to go around. Yeah, both of these teams are hard to So give me gauge. D- give me the Dolphins defense. And because I anticipate the Dolphins winning, give me how oh, that even the Dolphins backfield is hard cuz you've got the split between Frank Gore and Drake. I mean, Drake's had a couple big games the last few weeks, but it's been hit or miss. Yeah, the touches were close to 50-50 last week between Gore and Drake, but Drake did find the end zone. Yeah. So give me Drake this week, maybe with like the the Dolphins defense. Uh, 
Tannehill's not playing. It's going to be the Brock Osweiler show again. And Kenny Stills is questionable. So maybe Devontae Parker does something again. I would not count on that by any means. I think both of these defenses are better than the offenses that they're facing. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Uh, The Jets have the fifth highest blitz rate in the league. Um, Brock Osweiler has the eighth highest interception rate. When blitzed, it's going to be a challenge for both of these offenses, I think. Um, Yeah, the Bills game and this Jets-Dolphins game, they're two of my bottom three games on the week. Yeah, We'll, We'll get to the third one later. I do think Miami pulls it off. I think they find a way to manufacture a couple scores. Yeah, give me the Dolphins as well. Okay. I just don't see the Jets offense putting up points. No. Uh, Chargers at Seahawks. All right. Now we're talking. Yeah. Back to over under 47 and a half. Seattle is currently favored by two. Joey Bosa uh, on the defense for the Chargers has been ruled out for Sunday. So that gives a boost to Seattle. Chris Carson Running back for Seattle uh, was questionable, and then I saw a report that he is expected to play. So that's noteworthy because Brian Schottenheimer, offensive coordinator of Seattle, just loves pounding the run. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, that that's his thing. He's in for a good, uh, good game if he plays. Russell Wilson has had a good couple of games lately. He's not throwing a whole lot, but he has been wildly efficient. Efficient, mm-hmm. like his touchdown percentage is something insanely high it's around 20 percent so of 20 percent of the passes that he throws those have been touchdowns which is clearly not sustainable but it also talks to how much they've been running the ball well this i mean i think the seahawks have found what works for them they've looked like a playoff team the last four or five weeks yeah their defense has really stepped yeah. it up they're young yeah young defense but they're seem to be coming into their own uh, they've won four of their last five, and they nearly upset the Rams. I mean, that was a close game. Yep. Plus, they're at home, that 12th man. They're they're tough there. And uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, I lost, I lost a name. That's all right. No worries. I'll come back to it when I think about it. Uh, but for the Chargers on their side, Melvin Gordon is questionable, still with that hamstring, which is not great news because they were on a bye last week. Yeah. So coming out of a bye with a questionable tag is never a good thing. Definitely something to be monitoring. Yeah, as he was the week before the bye, he was a game-time decision in London and was actually a scratch. How do you feel about uh, either Doug Baldwin or Tyler Lockett this week? Do you think uh, Doug Bal- Baldwin gets something going here? Yeah, I, I like this. I, I actually have both of them on my team, Lockett and Baldwin, and every week I swear I'm just flipping a coin yep. and I always end up on the wrong side of it. Uh, Lockett has been scoring a lot lately, but his targets have just been steadily declining. Doug Baldwin uh, popped. There's this list on 4 for 4 by Josh Hermsmeyer. He has a buy, like a buy low wide receivers that he lists, guys that could go off that haven't been doing that well recently. And Doug Baldwin came up as the number two receiver on that list just behind Jarvis Landry. I was going to say Doug Baldwin is something that I, or someone that I would be targeting uh for the back half of this season um he's been really really down and i think you could get him at a good price uh, i think he's in for some blow up games yeah plus the chargers aren't great uh against the slot position so that's that's where Doug Baldwin plays so i know 
Doug Baldwin hasn't had any touchdowns the last two games that Seattle has played. Lockett has had two, and David Moore has had two. But I like the spot that Baldwin is in this week. Yeah. Uh, is there he, anyone? Is there? Do you like anyone on the Chargers side? Um. Like I know Keen, Keenan, Keenan Allen Allen's hasn't been, been playing that yeah, well, he's but been, I think you start him. I, I don't. I don't. Th- I think there's a realistic. I mean, I guess. It, like you start him because you have him. You type have thing. to. Yeah. Um. I don't think you would have a better option. Um. I mean, so many, so many of these leagues, you have to start two, three receivers. You got to play Keenan. I don't think we're gonna see Keenan Allen of old. What? We weren't planning on this tangent, but what? What do you think's going on with Keenan Allen? Because he has not looked at all like Keenan Allen that we're used to. I don't. I don't know. Honestly, I mean, Rivers is having a great year. He's throwing the hell out of the ball. It's it's just not been to Keenan Allen. I yeah, it's been to the last couple of games. Tyrell Williams yeah. have just has gone off, well over hundred yards. Then you've got other guys contributing too. Eckler, uh, Williams, Benjamin. Yeah, I mean, pretty pretty much everyone except for Keenan Allen. Their who star, we all thought their number one receiver. I and mean, I think most people <laughs> had him as a you know their preseason rankings had him as a top 10 if not top five guy yeah for sure i mean you were getting him in i'd say the second round yeah maybe like third maybe the third maybe yeah i don't know it's been weird i don't know they'll have something to figure out there who do you got uh give me the give me the seahawks at home i am actually going seahawks as well i thought for sure you'd go chargers Mm, no uh texans at broncos all right over under currently under that fifty mark, it's at forty six, with the Broncos favored by one. Do you want to hop in? I've kind of hogged players these last couple. I'm just realizing that. You no, want to hop in on you're this totally one? Totally fine. I I've just been peppering in my uh, some statistics and everything. Um, Court uh, Cortland Sutton. I think it's his time to shine. Um, I think he's. He's going to be one of the players this last half of the season that uh, he could be winning some people some championships. Right. And he, he pops because Demarius Thomas was traded to the Texans uh, right before the deadline. So you how, get. How awesome is it that he gets traded to, you know, from the team that he is now going to face right. this week? It's so does cool. he, like, go to Houston to work out with the team and then fly back See, to, like, his house? I think the Broncos should have just, you know, let him continue to train with them. And and stay in Denver, and you know, and then the Texans could come to him. Yeah, Demarius Thomas is. I mean, he's, I mean, the he's pr- not been good. The price of if you have, oh, he's 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 been droppable. Thomas, so, yeah, yeah, he has been. I actually scooped him up a couple weeks ago in my work league. Pretty excited about it now because I think he's in a decent spot in in Houston. I forgot to mention on the Houston side that Kiki QT is questionable this week. Yeah, so keep an eye on that. That's that's why I think Thomas is in a good spot. Give me Hopkins. Give me well, all I mean, the Hopkins. Ob- obviously, I know that's not really a, <laughs> a, a standout on Scald- a scalding hot take there. <laughs> give me, give me a top five receiver in the NFL. Ooh, that's a hot take. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Uh, also, Hopkins, I mean, Hopkins is in for a monster season already, but I, I think it's only going to go up from here um thomas isn't gonna 
take that much away from Hopkins. Another injury update, Royce Freeman is questionable. So if he misses, obviously uh, Lindsey gets a huge boost for the Broncos. Um, I do like the spots. Like if you're looking to stream a defense, I do like the spot that Denver's in this week. They Their defensive line gets a decent amount of sacks. And as we know, the Houston line is like a sieve. They cannot protect Deshaun Watson, as shown by his rib injuries, his lung injuries, his inability to fly on on an airplane because of air pressure when they played against Jacksonville. So I think that tells you all you need to know about Houston's offensive line. See, and I I was actually going to say that about Houston D. I think they're in a good spot this week. Both both defenses in a good spot? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, Case Keenum, he's... Not exactly great by any means. Yeah, I could see this turning into like a 24-20-ish game. Okay. Probably. Yeah, I, I can get behind that. I don't think it's going to be super high scoring. Lamar Miller, I hate saying his name because I was so high on him going into the year and then he bombed, but he's back the last couple of weeks. Do you, he's think been that back. Can, do you think that continues? I do. I think that continues this week. Yeah, maybe this week, but I advised, I think it was last week, to sell high. Well, you can. Denver is currently ranked 23rd in fantasy points to running backs. So, I mean, that's good news for Miller. Yeah, sure. 23rd, that's that's near the bottom. I'm just saying. There's only 32 teams. Miller owners are going to end up disappointed at the end of the season if they hold on to him. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm just trying to make myself feel better. <laughs> uh, who do you got in this game? Uh, mm. I'm going Texans. Give me the Broncos. Okay. Give me uh give me Sutton for a TD, Emmanuel Sanders for a TD. Yeah. Give me give me all that. Okay. That's only 14 points, buddy. Okay. Give me Lindsay for a couple <laughs> TDs. <laughs> I wasn't gonna keep going, but you know. <laughs> I know. Oh, uh, maybe maybe uh the Ute, maybe Tim Patrick gets in the end zone again. Yeah. Man, he's a heck of an athlete. He's looked great in yeah. the limited opportunities that he's had yeah where was that at utah i don't know no pass it's whittingham's <laughs> fault everything's yeah. whittingham's fault yeah no worries uh rams at saints oh uh, yes mm-hmm. just get yes give me all of this game mm-hmm. everybody yes uh all the players it looks oh i'm sad the over under was at 60 and it had stayed there for the last couple of days it looks like it's come down to 58 and a half okay right now but man, yeah, I this is a game that I want to watch the whole thing. Look, everybody is in play here. No matter who you have, they are in play. The only note that I have for injuries is that Cooper Cup will play. Okay. So Josh Reynolds hit the pine. Cooper Cup's coming in. And the Saints, PJ Williams is the slot cornerback for the Saints. And he has been absolute trash. In the slot. So Cooper Cup, give me all of that. Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, Jared, Jared Goff. Goff. Look, I'm just going to, I could name all the players on both sides of the ball. I love all of them. This is just a super good matchup with a lot of points scheduled to be scored. I will add, Jared Goff leads the way with an average of 9.58 yards per attempt this season. Wow. I think that's only going to, that average is going to go up. After this game. I didn't even mention Todd Gurley's name. You don't need to. <laughs> if you're not playing just, Todd Gurley, you're an idiot. It's a given at this point. Obviously, yeah. he's a must-play every single week. 
there probably goes for another three touchdowns here. Look, and everyone on the Saints side is good too. Yep. Uh, Ted Ginn has been rolled out, so Traquan Smith is a maybe a streaming option if you're looking deep for that. He could always go off. He's one of those athletes that could take a a 10-yard slant into about a 70-yard touchdown run. What do you make of uh, the Rams' defense adding Dante Fowler? I mean, their their defensive line is great. It's insane. But there's Donald, Sue, their and corner, now Fowler. Their cornerbacks, just no dice, man. Yeah. Marcus Peters. Those injuries. And Peters is he's, in, he's back, but he's he's gotten beat. Yeah, he's in like the bottom. I saw the numbers that Pro Football Focus comes out with every single week, and they have ratings. He's in like the bottom 20 yeah, in the entire league. So He's I taking mean, a lot of chances, getting, getting beat on him. Yeah, I mean, that's how you beat the Saints is through the air. But if you have Todd Gurley on your team, I don't care what how good your defense is against the run, you're probably you're still going to get shredded. Yeah. Give me everyone. Everybody. <laughs> Minus the defenses. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I guess that goes with saying. Yeah, if we like everyone on the offensive end, give me a pass on, on both those defenses. So who you got in this game? Uh, dude, give me the Rams. I see. I think I so want to go Saints. I do too. I really do because they're at home. I love Drew Brees. I love the Saints. I love their fan base. I I just I I've been saying for the last four weeks that I think the Rams are going undefeated this season. You said it was like back in week two. We I had know. a BS meter yeah. thing, and it was like, what are the chances that the Rams go undefeated? I was low, and I was no. You were actually high. No, I on the BS scale though, that they go undefeated. I was at like oh a yeah. two because I think they're going undefeated. Right, and I was like, give me give me a nine. Yeah, I was like, that's total BS. No way. Yeah, it turns out you're you're still rolling that hot hand. They and just, just sucking it. They keep finding ways to win, and that's the mark of a great team. I mean, even in games that, I mean, like that Seattle game, they had a real chance at losing that game. They pulled it out. I, I don't know. I th- I think this keeps going. I love the Saints. Uh, they're playoff bound for sure. They're going to go deep, but there's something about the Rams this year. I apologize for that sound in the background. Previous podcasts, we said, I have a dog. Her name is Cheddar. She is now scratching at the door. <laughs> so I guess that means that she likes the Rams. She's in agreement. Yeah, oh, she, yeah these she's scratch, knocking, She's banging on the, the door. The scratches are getting louder. Yeah, she's banging, saying, yes, yeah, take the Rams. Take the Rams, dumb, yes. dumb. <laughs> All right, does this bring us to Sunday night football? Yeah, Packers at Patriots. Another game that's uh, scheduled to be high scoring over under, currently at 56 and a half. Well over the 50 mark, Patriots favored by six and a half at home. It's like the most talented quarterback of all time versus the GOAT at quarterback. Yeah, pretty much. Mike McCarthy is still the coach, so I'm going to take the Patriots. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, our, well, he wasn't exactly our boy, but Ty Montgomery, who we made fun of on the last podcast for trying to be the hero, went to a zero with the fumble against the Rams that cost him the game. He has now been traded to the Ravens. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, we didn't even touch on that. I that's because I don't think it. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter all that much. Yeah, I think he'll get some run in the the passing game. But um, who do you like in this game? Uh, well, starting with injury news, I'm not even going to read all these names because what did you say there was thirteen, 13 players from thir- the Patriots questionable tag for thirteen players. I. 
I mean, Bill Belichick I just, just makes assume... a mockery of the whole NFL <laughs> I just assume injury tag thing. Right now, I'm assuming everybody is going to play. Basically, all the big ones that are listed as questionable. What about Sonny Michelle? Yeah, I think he plays. I think he, gets he was in close there too. to playing last week. Yeah. I think he gets in there this week. Oh, also, how big of a troll move was it by Bill Belichick last week? Since Michelle was out, it's like okay, Kenyon Barner is going to get some snaps. No. It was all Cordero Patterson in the backfield. Dude, led the team in carries. Yeah, it was James White still being used in the passing game. I think and White only had like six tu- like backfield touches. And Cordero Patterson, a wide receiver that they used the most in the backfield for runs. It's just insanity. That's so Patriots. If you're Ken- Kenyon Barner, you got to be like, come on, dude. <laughs> this is my time to shine. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Patriots, even though everyone's listed as questionable, I, I like them. I mean, it's, it's the Patriots at home on a primetime game. Think Gronk finds the end zone in this one? No, I don't, I don't either. I, I think Gronk is, the Gronk we know is done, I think. On the Packers side of the ball, uh, Randall Cobb is questionable. Geronimo Allison is doubtful, so it's not looking like he's going to play, mm-hmm. which means maybe a stream option is, uh... Scantling? Yeah, I was going to... Uh, Valdez Scantling, M- MVS. MVS. Martavis, Valdez Scantling. It's kind of a mouthful to say. I'll just it keep, is. I'll just stick to MVS from now on. Okay. Um, And then I still like Aaron Jones. I still don't know why he's... Maybe with Tymont gone. I think this is I think this is going to be... Maybe that frees up Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones. Welcome to, you know, the moment game. Um, I think... I think Randall Cobb's in a good spot here. Um, the Patriots have allowed the seventh most fantasy points to the slot. Dude, I just worry about Randall Cobb in general right now. I don't, well, I don't sure. like the way he's. Uh, yeah, I just, I just don't, I just don't think he's there. But if you're struggling with the buys, I think it's a decent play at the flex. I would almost take MVS over. Oh, Cobb for sure, week. I would too. Yeah, just um, throwing that out there. Who do you like in this game? Give me the Pats. Prime yeah. time at home. I think yeah. I think Patriots in a close game. It's going to be another heartbreaker for the Packers. Mm. It was a hard one last week against the Rams. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Tymont. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Mike McCarthy got rid of Tymont. Is there any way that Mike McCarthy can, can get, get rid, rid of, of himself? Mike, Ma- Mike McCarthy? Yeah. Like, is that possible? Like, maybe they catch him dropping a clipboard. <laughs> Oh, he's got to go. Oh, he fumbled the headset. (laughs) Oh, at the end of the game, he needs to go. (laughs) He's bad. I feel bad for Aaron Rodgers having to deal with Mike McCarthy as his coach. Speaking of bad, how about this Monday night game? Titans at the Cowboys. Yeah, I was probably just going to bypass it. Yuck. Over under 40 and a half. Cowboys favored by four. Here's the question. Do you think the Titans can score 20 points? They have um, been under 20 I, points. I don't think they can. A lot this I think, season. I think they get to 14, maybe 17. Maybe they sneak a field goal in there, too. They're not touching 20. Yeah, I like them going beneath 20. So, I mean, give me... This is another another matchup where I'm going... Uh, I like Zeke Elliott, obviously. Just because they should the be sheer, winning. The and volume. The, yeah, the yeah. game script. I mean, I just assume he's going to get a million touches. And give me the Cowboys defense as like a stream of the week. Yeah, you're not playing any Titans. At least I hope you're not. No, I don't like anyone on the Titans They're side. They're a dumpster fire. 
I mean, wide receivers at toss-up, going like Tajay Sharp, Corey Davis. Nope. Mariota and pass. Nope. Both running backs, Henry and Lewis, pass. How do you think Amari does in his debut here? Uh, I think uh, I don't. I don't really expect much from him. I don't either. I mean, they're not really using wide receivers a ton for Dallas. It's pretty much the Zeke show, and then somebody will will pop off every week. You know, Cole Beasley had a big week. Tavon Austin had a big week at the beginning of the season for the Cowboys. I mean, you're gonna get these performers that just one week they have a touchdown and 90 yards, and then the next week they have like two catches for 15 yards. Tennessee gave up touchdown catches of 55 and 75 yards last in their last game. Uh, uh maybe. Huh? Oh. Maybe maybe Cooper <laughs> flashes <laughs> some speed and Uh-oh. gets a 60-yard touchdown. How how pumped is Khalil Mack obviously is still excited that he's out of Oakland, oh, but how sure. pumped is Amari that he's no longer with John Gruden and that dumpster fire of a team? I think he's glad he's not with Derek Carr anymore. Derek Carr's bad. That whole team is bad, man. Yeah. So bad. But Derek oh, Carr's not the answer. Oh, I forgot to mention that. I, so I brought up at the beginning that I was stuffed on Halloween candy. I was super stuffed because I was celebrating the 49ers beating the Raiders just by eating a ton of candy yesterday. Just absolute stomp show. 34-3, to Niners over the Raiders. With, with third-string quarterback Nick Mullins. Where do you think... Where do you think the Raiders go from here? It's got to be a complete tear de- teardown, right? Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, they're they're already shipping players off for for draft yeah. picks. You might as well tank and try to get the number one pick for next year. Yeah, just get what would that be? Three third round picks or uh, three first round picks yeah. next year? I I I think I read somewhere there uh, there's a realistic possibility that they have like. I think right now they have like seventy million in in space, or or projected to once the unfor, unrestricted free agents come off. It's going to be a whole new team probably in the next two three years. They're kind of going for that Philadelphia 76ers thing where they had like uh-huh. a top three pick Dude, pretty trust, much every single trust year. Trust the process. Yeah, <laughs> except I don't trust the process. As long as Gruden's there, I'm not down. I don't trust his process. I don't. I don't trust anything. Processes. Process I. Process I. Yeah, you add the I uh-huh. no matter what. It I, doesn't matter if it's grammatical. Can we correct. just start adding I to everything? I'm so down Compu- with that. Like computer I? <laughs> I don't even care. Uh, I'm down. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I love adding I to things that it doesn't work. I meant. I think I mentioned this on the last pod, but yeah, I'm still 100% in on adding I where things where it should not be there. Yeah, like we're up to, I think this will be episode... 23 we've got 23 this will be 23 episode i <laughs> uh, i don't know if i go that far but you know <laughs> i like it oh and also just a quick rant monday night football sucks until so last week it was it was the patriots against the bills hard pass this week it's titans cowboys double pass next week it's the 49ers against the giants come on are you serious? Yeah, this is... But there's redemption week 11. Mm-hmm. Chiefs, Rams, Mexico City. I will be shocked if that over-under is below 60. Should we fly to Mexico City for that game? I mean, I've never been there. Neither have I. I kind of worry about kidnapping a little. Or getting shot. 
I mean, I was kind of going more the kidnapping route. But, but rather, is that you, still a main? A pro- is that still a big problem? Because it was. I think so for a while there. I think. Would you rather be kidnapped or just outright shot? Uh, I don't know, man. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know. Because I might end up getting shot. Anyways, but after I'm like kidnapped. a severe torture or yeah, something, yeah, man. So I'm not down. I, I, I'd rather that's, be shot. I, than that's tortured. what I'm saying. Yeah, but just because you're kidnapped doesn't mean you're gonna get tortured. No, you could get free. I guess someone they'd probably try to hit up your family and like send us a bunch of Bitcoin type thing. You know, since it's not traceable. Yeah, my family doesn't have any Bitcoin. No, but maybe would... our trip to Mexico City. Maybe we wait till we have, you know, more money, more funding. Some security can come down with us. I'm cool with that. Okay. All right. Anything else for this <laughs> week? Well, this is awesome because on the, on the last episode we got, oh, we didn't talk about the porridge, you know, because we had that uh, that discussion last time. Would you, so we figured out that I would do it. What, what was your oh, lowest right. Right, right. point? Yeah, we need a, we need a, we need a. So for a year of porridge. Out. We had a minimum that we both came to off air. What was your so the minimum amount that you get paid for a whole year to eat porridge for eat every single meal of ju- that year? And just plain porridge too. You yeah, cannot add There's anything no sugar, to it. Just porridge. Just straight porridge. Please, uh, I won't. Oh, <laughs> what was your what was your minimum? I think I decided my minimum was two hundred thousand. Okay, for a while. That I mean that just explains how poor i am well right after the show you said you do it for 50k I'm, so I'd, that I'd, was that honestly, was a little desperate i'd honestly probably do it for fifty thousand dollars. Okay. my minimum was a was a mill i would eat porridge straight for a you're, year for so a wait, wait, wait you're telling me someone offers you five hundred thousand dollars i'm gonna pass all you have to do is eat porridge they, they don't you don't have to eat three meals a day you could just maybe you just eat one bowl of porridge the di- you know I'm just I've been shaking my head for the last thirty seconds. I'm out. Nope. Five hundred thousand uh, dollars, not worth it. Are you sitting on some kind of like? No, I'm not. But like, think how enjoyable food is. Like, I love going out to eat, dude. It's a year of your life. It's one year. Yeah, but five hundred thousand. That's a crappy year, man. It is a crappy year. Like, but you know what's not crappy? No, five hundred thousand fa- dollars. No fast food for a year, dude. You and you and the missus could go. You wouldn't even have to take out a mortgage. You just go buy a house in cash, dude. But like, it's a house, man. Vacations. That's like the, one of the best parts about vacationing is trying new food. All, All I'm you saying, can eat is porridge. Think about the kind of vacations you could take with five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's too much of a long game for me. I'm like a need it now kind See, of person. See, you're a millennial, dude. That's the problem. <laughs> Technically, we're both millennials. I know I am, but, but... I hate them and I think they suck. <laughs> Does Even not, though most of our listener base is millennials, for Searsons sure. does not want your damn avocado toast. I don't. Avocados <laughs> are horrible. Guacamole sucks. I don't know why you would pay 60 cents extra for something that sucks. Makes your food worse. Dude, the best thing is you can go to a restaurant, get like a side of toast for like, what, $1.50? Get a side of avocado for like $3.00. But for some reason, when you have avocado toast, it's like $8. <laughs> like, the math is not even close. Whatever it adds up to, they just double it. Oh, man. $500,000, buddy. I'm going to pass. Give me... It's a cool mill or nothing. That's ludicrous. 
All right. Too if, fast, if, too furious. If any of our listeners have any input on this port, you know, the minimum you would go, or you have any insight on how awful porridge really is, because I don't remember <laughs> the last time I had porridge. Maybe I've forgotten how bad it is. Dude, it's bad. But if you can provide us with some insight, I just, or, you know, if you agree or or disagree, or if you agree with Banky, we want to hear from you. But you're, you're just... You're out of your mind if you won't do it for 500K. <laughs> I'll say it right now. Mark me down for insane, though. Out of your mind. Did we even... Did we take a... We didn't take... I just realized this. We're, we're going to put a poll up. We'll after, f- we didn't take a pick in that final Monday night game. A pick? Yeah, between the Titans and the Cowboys. Did oh, we? Oh, did we Do you have that not? written down? I'm pretty sure we didn't pick. Cowboys. Yeah, give me the Cowboys. Just throwing that out there. I hope I hope you enjoyed our, our 10-minute rant on, on how, porridge. how monday night football sucks right now and porridge honestly the porridge talk and, was way and, more oh, entertaining dude, than and, like four and of the these kidnapping games. tangent i yeah. forgot about that yeah that was that was weird i didn't think we were going there <laughs> <laughs> i talked there's two things i didn't think we were going to do on this on this show i brought up offensive linemen which i never do mm-hmm. and kidnapping yeah i don't know which i don't know which one's more odd for me I don't know. The kidnapping one's pretty weird. <laughs> at least, I mean, that has nothing to do with football at all, so. Uh, yeah, that's fair. All right, should we wrap this up? Do you have anything else? I'm looking over my notes. I, uh, The only thing that I missed was for the 49ers on Thursday Night Football, uh, Mostert is oh, out, the running back. Fractured out, his arm. Yeah, out for the season. He's done. So That sucks because he looked Awesome. Yeah, he ripped off like a 50-yarder for a touchdown. Yeah. But it's over. His season's done. Bummer. That was that was the only thing that I missed. Just par for the course for the Niners season this this year. Yep. Anytime we just have someone great, Jimmy G. It's okay. Now you got Mullins. Even better. Perfect. Taking us to the ship. Mm-hmm. 20, 20, that would be 2020 Super Bowl. Except uh, Mullins is... Far and away worse looking than Jimmy Jimmy G. So he's not. What what kind of Nick? Because he's Jimmy GQ. What do you think would Mullen's Nick? What would Mullen's nickname be in terms of looks? I actually don't know what it looks like. Like Bill Murray Mullins, the just picture, a, the a dude that makes you laugh. The picture on his Wikipedia page. It's rough. I didn't. It wasn't even his face when I checked it. Oh really? It was like the back. Of him playing football. Oh. It didn't even have his face. So I don't know what he looks like. Yeah. Okay. Maybe Maybe I didn't. Let's just wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll, pun intended, mull it over for oh, next week. Dude. <laughs> See, we just we just lost like 15 listeners. Oh, right there. yeah. I see the counter it's going ter- down. It's terrible. All right. Let's wrap it up. Let's Drop get our off handles. this before we sink the ship. Uh. Twitter and Instagram, BS Fantasy FB. Uh, our Facebook page is BS Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, website's bsfantasy.com. And uh, shoot us your emails, bsfantasyfb at gmail.com. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the football. Eat some candy. Good night, peeps. <laughs>